I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to this episode with Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. We dive deep on how to live open, how to actually be the most expanded version of yourself and integrate that into your life. Dr. Dane here, being from Access Consciousness, he's not all about the philosophies. He's actually all about the tools. How do you actually integrate all this openness, this awareness, your consciousness into your day-to-day living? The last time we had him on, it was incredibly impactful, changed my life. We revel in some of the conversations and some of the shifts that have happened to me thanks to his work. And I know that the tools that he shares in this conversation will be incredibly impactful in your life as well. If you're loving the impact Inspired Evolution is having on your life, feel free to hit subscribe, hit that bell notification there on YouTube. Stay tuned. We love having these conversations with you. And if you're inspired by some of the conversations that are being had in this space, feel free to leave a comment in the uh, in the chat section below on YouTube. We're always there. I'm always there having this chat back with you. I'm really loving the kind of the school-like effect, let's call it that, that, you know, that YouTube is really affording. We're all learning from each other with each other. And I'm really, really, really a big fan of that. Tune into this yummy, yummy conversation with Dr. Dane here and learn how to integrate your openness into a really open, expanded, full, rich, and wonderful life. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, a show dedicated to helping you actually live the life that you love. I'm your host, Amrit Sandhu, international speaker, global coach, and loving podcaster. As a gift for tuning into this podcast, I have something really special just for you. My premium short course, which can teach you how to meditate in just seven days. You can download it now at www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. 
That's www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. Learn how to meditate in just seven days. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this powerfully insightful conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the latest episodes launching every Monday designed to help you live the life you love and keep you inspired to evolve. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution and it is a treat. It's a repeat treat, a repeat treat. We've got Dane here with us again. Dane, how are you? Uh, I am awesome, especially <laughs> after that. You know, we need that as a ringtone. We should start every day with you going. <laughs> That's actually a great idea. I'm thinking of it more as a message tone. Could you imagine if every time you got a message, your phone just went, <laughs> People be like, that must be somebody you like, right? Uh-huh. Talk about no, that. true story. Check this out. I've got yeah. a friend, my my best friend, my business partner, Gary Douglas. He has his his grandson. They they were having this conversation in the car one time, and they were talking about the grandson's father, and this thing occurred, and, and they were saying he's a psychopath. And so the kid, he was four years old, he went, psychopath. And so they recorded it and it's actually a ringtone. So you'll hear, you'll hear, you'll be in a quiet room with him and, and you'll hear this psychopath, you know, come on. You're like, oh, I wonder who that is. Oh my God. Talking about pattern interrupts. That is so Right? Totally. Psychopath. Psychopath. <laughs> I don't know if it cuts the tension in the room or if it adds to the tension in the room. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it depends on the room, my friend. Yeah, you know, yeah, it just yeah. depends on the room. <laughs> All righty. Well, for those shooting into Dr. Dane here for the first time, he's an author, change maker, speaker. And as he was talking about Gary. Psychopath. <laughs> and psychopath. <laughs> Hey, I'm trying to do the honors here. (laughs) Him and Gary co-founded Access Conscious, which does not encourage people to be psychopaths, but does help them shed a lot of shit that, you know, yeah, we can talk about that. And uh, if if you've got, yeah, we've had Gary on and Dane on before. So there was some really great conversations about sort of untaking off some stuff um, that can really unleash the the truest, most purest version of you, which was really beautiful conversation. So it's great to have you back. Together, they founded Access Consciousness, which is one of the largest personal development companies in the world, actually. It's in 176 countries. For 20 years, Dane's been traveling the world, sharing unique insights on happiness, relationships, and uh, as he puts this quite profoundly, getting over the yuck and everything in between, man. And I really want to talk about the yuck here today because it's been for many tuning in. It's been a yucky year. It's been, right. been a it's been a year of yuck. Like I don't know what it's like where you are right now, but Melbourne has had some of the Melbourne here in Australia. We've had some of the toughest restrictions in the world, and it's been interesting. It's been great to sort of feel like we're part of the penal system um, <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, the first time I went to Australia, they were like, uh, "Do you have a criminal record?" I'm like, "Do I still need one to get in?" <laughs> so you know. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. Just kidding, Oz. I love you guys. Just kidding. But as you might just, you know, I'm trying to, you know, 
engender myself to you know the Aussies <laughs> at this point, trying to make up for the damage done. <laughs> but really, that's I mean, that's exactly the thing. It's like Melbourne has been, I mean, the lockdowns you guys have had has have just been really intense. And how many deaths have you had? Like very few. Not that many. But hey. But now here's an interesting thing also. If you notice, like I'll bring up that energy and mm. people go to this whole other world. And so part of the reason for bringing it up is to acknowledge that because you bring up something and don't say it, people just kind of go there and then they're like, wait a minute, where the heck did I just go? Mm. I went into that sort of weird twisted world of all this stuff. Mm. Wait a minute, what, what, what just happened to me? And if we can acknowledge when we go to that weird twisted world, well, then we have a greater chance of getting ourselves back because that's not really us. That's us. That's us being in reaction to the thing that's presented to us. And we have a choice to not be in resistance and reaction, but to actually stay present no matter what is presented to us. And if we can do that, then our lives start to operate a lot more successfully. That's really interesting there as well, because there is this resistance that you feel because there's like, you know, sometimes it's like, well, people are saying one thing and there's all this other news going on. And I'm not really sure if I really want to tune into all of that. And it's interesting because what I'm hearing you say is like, yes, like if you are holding on to that resistance, actually like you're asking us to or giving us permission to sort of acknowledge it sit with it process it and then move through it is that what i'm hearing yeah yeah absolutely but to move through it a lot faster Mm. that's what i'm interested in because let's face it 2020 is a microcosm of a lot of people's lives you Mm. know it's only it's worldwide so it's like oh it's everywhere well yeah but in a lot of people's heads it was there a lot way before 2020 and a lot of people just didn't have the tools to successfully navigate it and the thing is when we go into resistance and reaction we're stuck we are the effect of whatever we're resisting or reacting to Mm -hmm. and we need to really take a look at this if we're going to get a level of space a level of ease a level of joy in our lives a level of freedom from what goes on in the world or anybody else's life around us because that resistance that we do to something if let's say if somebody can get you to go to anger, for example, mm. well, then now you're in anger, resisting something that they're putting on you. Who's the effect and who's the cause? Mm. Well, they've just put you into fight mode, which means now you're the effect of whatever they want you to fight against. And our greatest gift, our greatest, our greatest capacity is the melting capacity that we have. You know, it's like, we're not really fighters, man. We're lovers. And and when I say lovers, I just don't mean in the sexual realm. You know, I mean, like, we're lovers of the world, lovers of the planet, lovers of people. Creation. And so, for, you know, for so many years, that's been seen as somehow it's a lesser point of view because the people that have power really fight, except they don't really have true power. Mm. And now's the time. Now more than ever. Is it time for us to claim the power that we actually have as the lovers, the melters, and and those that are willing to melt things into a greater possibility, not try to fight to overcome the impossibility? I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I want to, I do want to find out how we get there. I almost, but just before that, I want to, I want to tune into what is the antithesis of then resistance and reaction? What does that look like? Well, the antithesis is interesting point of view. I have this point of view. 
It's a great mm. gift. It's also a tool. One of the things I realized a long time ago is that there are a lot of really well-meaning people who desire something different, but they've never truly been given the tools to create it, mm. which is why you invite me to come in, you know, to your podcast, I'm on, you know, because mm. It's like, that's what you do. You share with people different perspectives, different tools, different ways of changing things. And so a lot of people believe that the way to be strong in the presence of something that's assaulting you is to fight against it. Mm. But that is far less effective than lowering your walls and barriers and just saying these words, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And you give it a moment, to whatever energy's up and believe me i i would love to say i'm i'm not somebody who wants to go into fight and kill mode i am okay but i use this mm. so i haven't killed anybody yet that i know of. <laughs> but, so it works <laughs> exactly <laughs> proof that it works <laughs> you know so you get present with it get a sense of the energy again and you go interesting point of view i have this point of view and it usually changes. And then to whatever energy is there, you go, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Until you no longer have a point of view. And you stand there and sometimes you can feel like a marshmallow. But once again, for the people listening to this podcast, and I and I make that distinction because, because I don't know, somewhere around 50% of people are growth-oriented and desire to become greater, choose to change, uh, become more, whatever that means for them. And then about 50% of people have no desire to. They're the ones who want to sit on the couch with the couch potato one, watching footy, drinking beer and going, why do you believe in all that weird shit? You know? Mm -hmm. So for the 50% of people that believe in the weird shit or who actually desire something different, this actually, it, it works for anybody, but they're the ones that will actually choose it. Mm -hmm. And and even from that perspective, you realize then those that desire something different are actually the change makers in the world. And we just haven't been given the tools to do it because we've been trying to do it through the world we live in, through the reality we live in, through the constructs we live in. But they're flawed constructs. They don't actually work for us. Yeah, they do work if you want to, if you want to have power over other people, if you want to do sort of the traditional thing of, stepping on people's heads to the top, that sort of thing. But what this is about is how do you be the person you truly desire to be and navigate an insane reality around you and come out of it successfully to such a degree that you inspire people to know that they can be the greatness that they desire to be and they don't have to step on people's heads to get there. They can be the gift they've always wanted to be. That's what this conversation is about. One of my questions is <laughs> just a question I have, which is how do you do that without, without like some sort of spiritual arsenal? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is, see what I would call it. I would call it actually a conscious arsenal. Sure. Okay. Cause spiritual spiritual has there's, you know, spirituality in a lot in many people's worlds has become a new religion mm. where it's like, you know, my spirituality is better than yours. Oh, you don't do, you don't do coffee enemas well <laughs> you're obviously not nearly as evolved as i am and you're like because uh, i don't have coffee dripping out my butt i'm not as evolved <laughs> as you are what the fuck what are you talking about you know so a conscious you see the thing about consciousness is in access consciousness which is this you know this thing that's all around the world at this point mm. it's like 
consciousness, we have a definition of consciousness, which is where everything exists and nothing is judged. Meaning you don't choose something because it's good and you avoid something because it's bad. You don't choose it because it's right and not because it's wrong. You look at it and go, what will this create as my future? And if I choose this, what will my life in the world be like in the next five years? Mm. It's a great tool for choice, by the way. Um, like I said, I'm a big believer in tools because when I wanted a different possibility, the tools, I didn't see them anywhere. Yeah. And, and so this thing, like you said, a, a spiritual arsenal, it requires a conscious arsenal. And all of spirituality can be included in that because mm -hmm. truly consciousness includes everything, judges nothing, meaning nobody's right, nobody's wrong. But certain people have things that will work better to create a greater result for all of us. Then let's gravitate and use that in this area. Let's use the other tool this spiritual person has in this area. Let's use this other tool this person has in this area. And let's come together as the greatness of us using that which works the greatest to create all of us moving forward in a, in a space of friggin' loveliness. Because people hear about consciousness also and they somehow sort of feel like it's like consciousness is you know once i leave my body i will be conscious and i'm like um if that's your point of view you're really missing the point because it's fucking awesome to have a body on this planet right now okay it's like we've got ease to a degree that we have never had before we have insanity to agree to a degree <laughs> that we have never had before but if you can be entertained by the insanity and enjoy the ease and bring that into your life too it's like you got the best of both worlds i mean it's freaking awesome you know, so it's like, let's enjoy being alive. Let's let's create something different from mm. from enjoying our lives, like truly enjoying our lives. Not I only feel good if I meditate for 12 hours a day. Otherwise, I feel like I haven't done enough and been enough. It's like, no, I feel good because I woke up that day and I'm grateful for having woken up that day on this beautiful friggin planet that is gifting so much all the time and watching all the insanity go around and realizing that's insane. And I don't have to buy into any of it. How'd I get so lucky? <laughs> I love that. And so <clears throat> one of the questions that comes up for me is I've been exploring this and I don't know what the hard and fast definition is of, of consciousness. And I know it's probably something that it's like, how do you define spirituality? How do you define consciousness? Maybe these topics are. I just gave you one. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you. I, there it is. You found it. <laughs> and you're and you're one of the things that I'm I'm hearing through the conversation, especially with the tools that you've you've introduced to navigate our relationship with consciousness, is a lot of it is self-communication. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you want to tell us more about... Yeah, I'm just realizing. And so in that space, like, what... What is the what I guess the efficacy of self communication and just can we just explore the topic of self communication? Well, well, for me, it's it's because we have a lot of self communication that doesn't go anywhere except someplace we don't want to go. It's it's actually about vulnerability with self from the space of and and a lot of people think vulnerability is a weakness from my point of view vulnerability is one of our greatest strengths and when you have when you have no walls and barriers up needing to prove who you are needing to prove what you're not when you're willing to go hey i got some great stuff going on i got some crappy stuff going on but here i am warts and all Hmm. willing to show up to the best of my ability it's like that creates a space where the self-communication starts to to transform into self-awareness because we do have to have the communication but most people's entire basis of communication is the judgment systems that they grew up with and then trying to trying to somehow find a way to go beyond those judgment systems while at the same time we wouldn't find a way to try to go beyond them if we hadn't already bought them as real so here we are we've already bought this thing as real it follows us every day of our lives it's called our minds Mm. And it tells us everything. It tells us especially what we are and what we're doing that's wrong. And then we try to somehow come to some other place where we've got where we've got some actual communication with self, some actual awareness of self. But it's still 99.9% of it is based on judgment. Mm. We need to break the judgment machine if we're actually going to get in true communication with self. Because true communication with self would not have a judgment attached, would not have a right or wrong, would not have a good or bad. You wouldn't look in the mirror and start judging your body for what its deficiencies are every day unless you had a communication system based on judgment where Mm. you're trying to achieve what is right and never achieve what is wrong. We're fully capable of going beyond it, but it takes some concerted choice and effort and and really a demand on our part because we've all bought into it it's not something that just a few people have bought into it's it's endemic in our world but it's also what's been killing us and what's been separating us from other people mm-hmm. and what's been separating us from ourselves mm-hmm. and the joy we could have with ourselves and with each other and the gratitude and and all of these things are, are based on that judgment system that we have adopted as though it's a necessity for staying alive when it's not. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. One of the things that comes through for me is I've recently been sitting with, um, I, in this right now, in this moment, I'm, I'm realizing that judgment is somewhat of a function or facilitates or that's interrelated with competition in some way. And our society, especially capitalistic society is dependent on competition, like you said, to push people's heads down to sort of get to the top. And it's something that recently I've just been having massive, massive personal shifts around is just, 
I'll notice like even on the journey of inspired evolution, like I'll see things and it'll be like, okay, how do I? And it's like, get, get, and it's like, what, wait, what do you mean better than that? Like, just, just relax. And it's like, how do I cooperate? And so I've trying to like seriously rewrite internally the competition conversation into a cooperation conversation. And it's been really remarkable just sort of sitting from that space and going, okay, like when I judge something as being external, it's like, oh, that's like, from there I go, oh, like immediately, how do I, you know, trump or like trump that to make it better or, you know, and it's like, oh, I don't really know how to figure that out. But then as soon as I go cooperation, it's like, oh, something amazing is happening over there. How do I support that? How do I engage with that? How do I, you know, and then it's like, okay, cool. I, like we're all in this together. How do we get, and it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's vulnerable for me to share that because like obviously in spite of evolution, you think was always dedicated to cooperation and in many ways it is, right? Having people on share their insights. But even internally, I noticed that, you know, one of the things I find myself saying when I'm coaching people is also, did you ever stand a chance? Um, you know, the way society's wired again, you know, like these these things like, you know, judgment, competition they're kind of impregnated in the like in the fabric of how the social constructs of the cultural norm are out there um yeah so i've kind of diving deeper into that space of of cooperation and i think that tool that you've given us is interesting point of view i have this point of view even sort of having a look at that point of what your own point of view is pretty remarkable because from there it's like oh this is my point of view it's like oh actually I'm, I'm still like, I'm still kind of competing with, with things. And it's like, well, I, what, what is that really serving me? Like, do I feel more whole when I'm in competition and does that really well, define success for me? Yeah. Well, I, and I'm really grateful you're bringing up the conversation because, you know, you have the vulnerability to bring that up and, and explore past it. And a lot of people in their own lives don't even want to know that that's a factor when it is because once again the people listening to this podcast they're not wired that way but we're taught that we need to compete to get ahead we're taught that we need to compete against other people in order to survive Mm. but then now we're in survive mode and the thing that i found about competition is you wouldn't compete with somebody else unless you'd already decided they were somehow greater than you Which is, oh, I see, you know? And so what we do in Access is I would go everywhere you decided they were greater than you, will you destroy and uncreate all that? And if the answer is yes, then we do something called the clearing statement, which takes way too long to explain. And people are going to think, um, what, were, what were we talking about before? What was it? Um, what was the word? I forgot the word darn, I forgot the word. It was a good word to use to describe. But so we have this clearing statement thing that has the ability to go back to wherever you created an insane point of view or a limited point of view and ask it to dissolve. It's based on the idea like the wall looks solid, but science says it's 99.999% space. Well, it looks like a wall though. So excuse me, but what if the limitations in your life are the same way? It looks like a wall, but by one choice, you could ask the consciousness of you the you that is conscious and to go back and change the unconscious choices that you've made, which changes the present and also changes the future. So what I would do is I'd go everywhere you decided anybody was greater than you and all the people you've been trying to compete with rather than 
allow them to acknowledge what is great about you that you're not acknowledging, will you destroy, which means destroy the structure, and will you uncreate, which means take your creative energy out of that bullshit that's not getting you anywhere <laughs> so we can put it somewhere creative? Mm. And is that a yes? Mm-hmm. Is that a yes? Mm-hmm. Amrit, okay, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And you can find that at theclearingstatement.com if you want to hear more. It's free. Please use it. You know, I don't ask for royalties on it. I just want to change the friggin' world. Mm-hmm. I'd like I'd like the world of the people that come together in communion and cooperation. And let's face it, even the people that want to cooperate the most feel that pang of competition. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things I want to say, and, and one of the things I want to say to you that I'm so grateful for you being willing to bring it up, is that we all feel it, we all perceive it, and and a lot of people would would try to say they don't or feel like they don't because they think it's bad. You know what? The only thing that sticks here is the thing you're not willing to look at, the thing you have to keep hidden, the thing you have to pretend is not there. If you're willing to look at anything, you can change everything. Mm. That's the world I'd like to live in. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's yeah, really empowering. And thank you for the clearing statement as well. I want to ask a question, which is when we're personally, when it comes to looking at things, either for me, things are going supremely well in one place and it's like, shit, like I'm overflowing with gratitude around this. And it's like, let's just take a second to look at like, what is actually going on here? Because I'm doing something right, it seems like. And it's like, okay, cool. Touch wood. The inspired evolution sometimes is one of those things. You're just looking at it like, what is going on? Okay, yeah. And so, you know, and it's like, okay, let's have a let's have a moment of reflection. Or sometimes it's like, oh, shit, this is really going pear-shaped over here. What is going on here? And that encourages me to take a moment and have a look. And touch wood, by design, some of this, like, conversations that we get to have, I love just exploring and unpacking things because it gives us an opportunity to sort of go to those highs and those lows without actually having to go there and then actually unpack and, and take some, take some tools home so that we can circumnavigate necessarily having to like, like take home wisdom from having to go pear shaped. But I wonder in that space of, yeah, taking some time to, to sit with self and have a look at some things within oneself. Um, yeah, I have a practice around meditation, but I wonder, like, do you, like, how do you prescribe for some people to, is there a way to sort of circumnavigate the pear shapeness and the, and the epic highs um, to sort of come face to face with some of our stuff? Oh, absolutely. And for me, it's about asking questions. Mm. And, you know, you talked about the meditation practice and what I found is that, you know, the gift of meditation is actually getting present mm. and, whatever people require to do that do that mm-hmm. you know and even if you can't do that well then let's do it from a slightly less present place and see where we get you know it's like because i've also known so many people who if they were not perfectly centered in their meditative state could not look at anything because it could not be looked at until i was and i'm like how okay happy to look at it with you when are you going to be ready to look at this thing you know and they'd be like <laughs> 2.7 weeks I will be ready and I'm like your whole 2.7 weeks is like a billion years of you have ended some of your power in that conversation haven't you <laughs> like to something <laughs> uh, <a little> bit. <laughs> 
So, so do whatever you need to do to get present. But then what I do is I ask questions and I found because a question always empowers an answer always disempowers. Mm-hmm. You know, if you decide this is this, guess what? That's all it can ever be for you because mm-hmm. of the, the, it's just the way it works. I, I, you know, I'd say because like I have some profound thing mm-hmm. it's because of the power of judgment decision because of our power, basically, if you decide, for example, money is difficult, or this person is greater than me, that's all you can see until you change your point of view. And so for me, what I do is I go, okay, for any situation, I go, okay, what is this really? Even if I haven't been willing to look at it before, what is this really? Mm. What do I do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how do I change it? And it boils it down to four relatively simple questions because a question always opens up a doorway to our awareness. Mm. What most of us have been taught to do is to come to conclusion about what something is. Mm. And then based on that conclusion, we either mount it, kill it, fight it, or run away from it, you know? Hey, but at least at least we've expanded the options, you know, because we all know that men have two options, two choices generally before this conversation, which is mount it or kill it. <laughs> so, you know, at least we've expanded to fight it or run away from it, which uh-huh. which I think is helpful. Yeah. Okay, that was a joke, by the way. It's if where, you didn't where get it's that. we're evolving. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> You know, but if you ask those questions, what is this? What do I do with it? Can I change it? But you be present with each one. And, but you don't look for an answer. Here's the other thing about a question. Most people think if I'm asking a question, it's get an answer. Well, yeah, that's what you were taught in school, but that was because of the function, the format of school that doesn't really apply in life. If they were teaching us for our life, they would have said, ask this question. What is this? Cool. Now be present for a moment. Just give it a moment, give it a moment. Okay, cool. Now, there's something in your world that came into your awareness. Now, let it go. Go live your life. Now, the next question, what do I do with it? Ooh, that's the one where you really start thinking and figuring and pondering out. Stop thinking, stop figuring, stop pondering. Allow the universe to give you the awareness that you haven't been willing to get to on your own. Can I change it? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, cool. Now, if so, how do I change it? Okay, meaning, what am I going to have to choose differently? What am I going to have to be differently? What conversation do I need to have with somebody? What action do I need to take to create a different result? And we don't often realize that we are the only ones who have the capacity to create a different result in our lives. Mm -hmm. But we've got to choose to do that if our life is going to look different and show up differently in the future. Rather than just hoping for a different outcome, what this is about is asking the questions that give you the energetic awareness because your energetic awareness is, it's like, it. I don't know, are we doing video for this or just audio, mm, by the yeah, way? Video. Yep, we're on doing video. video. Okay, so if people are watching the video, <laughs> the energetic awareness is like, it's way big. It's like, like stretch out your hands as big as you can and then multiply mm. that by, I don't know, a billion or something. <laughs> your energetic awareness is like that, right? Mm. And what we do is we try to go with mental awareness because it pigeonholes everything into this fine point, mm. which 
point is where we get point of view. Mm. And each singular point of view that we take eliminates all the other spacious points of awareness that we could have. Mm. So, so this idea then is about, is about not looking at it from how do I get it right and not get it wrong? How do I get it to match the constructs of my past that haven't worked by the way, otherwise, why would I be in this situation? You mm. know, it, how do, but instead, how do I have a spacious awareness that is bigger than this, where I can be bigger and look at it from the outside mm-hmm. rather than looking outside from within it, where I feel like I'm totally stuck in the thing. Mm. I find um, that shift in, in a meditative state, I, I call it getting meta, M-E-T-A, just like trying to get bigger and bigger and bigger and just sort of realizing that, oh, okay. Like even in the moment of stillness, when you're sitting and meditating, it's like, oh, yeah, just remember that the earth is spinning really fast right now. And it's really the sun and the sun is spinning. So you think you're still, mate. You think you're still, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and, traveling through an ever-expanding universe that is actually traveling faster than the speed of light, which is supposedly not possible uh, at the same time as you're on the spinning earth, spinning around the spinning sun, which is spinning around the galaxy, which is spinning around the universe. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're always in movement. Mm. You know, the earth, the galaxies, the moon, the, all of it, we're always in movement. And we keep trying to slow it down. And fix it to a thing. Yeah. That's a, mm. Yes. Let us just, let us, let us be right here. You know, <laughs> and it's like, that's not us. Mm. We're meant to move fast but at the same time very present mm. and most people don't realize that those two go together they right. think the only way to get present is to slow down and people mm. ask me do you meditate i'm like yep every moment of every day i'm like no 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 you don't understand i mean like real meditation i'm like you don't understand i'm talking about real living mm. i am so friggin present in every moment of my life that it is very similar to most people's meditations mm. and they go well, you're dissing meditation. I'm like, not at all. I love meditation. I think it's brilliant, but I like to move when I do it. Mm. I like to live when I do it. I like to drive really fast. I like to, I like to ride my horse really fast. I like to commune with the earth. And at the same time, the speed does not diminish the dynamic presence that I have. Mm. And at the same time, sometimes I like to go really, really slowly and present with the earth. And with every molecule of every like plant that's around me and every molecule in my room and every molecule in my house and every molecule in the land outside and the water outside and all of it, we are meant to be all of it. We're not meant to have one speed that is the right speed. We're meant to go really friggin' fast and really friggin' slow when it's time to go slow, but to be present with all of it. That's us. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, the the conversation that's really dropping in for me is just noticing every time I ask a question, there is an innate impulse to fix into an answer. And I can feel how expanded a question really is. And it always is a good coaching, you know. Yeah, uh, it's always great. Questions are very powerful things. Um, but then realizing just this impulse to now that I've asked a question, what is the answer? And I almost 
if I'm honest, I sometimes drive myself insane looking for answers. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I can just notice how it would be or it's feeling relieving to realize that actually just ask the question, potentially just let that be your process rather than having this A, B process, which is, you know, now what's the answer? And the minute I say, you know, I ask a question, I, the word because comes in straight away into my side. It's like, because this, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, why is the grass green? Because, why, you know, why does this work? Because, and it's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a, that's a, that's a pattern you've <laughs> dropped in. So um, just to soften that because and just sort of ask the question and just allow myself to revel in it and feel yeah, the energy of things and sort of yeah I'm, well, I'm really enjoying that actually that's a take home for me <laughs> cool and part and part of the thing is it's like if we if we well there's two ways i can say this and i'm not sure which way to go but let me put it this way it's like if we truly trusted that this benevolent phenomenal universe has our back Yo. why would we ever try to limit the question with the rightness of our conclusion mm. you know it's like the universe has i mean let's, let's just let's look at any of the things and i say this to you i say it to me i say it to all of us because i'm on this journey also you know it's like mm. i mean i say these things and to the greatest degree i can i live them and yet there's still so much more that i'm learning and getting to and i want to acknowledge that also to everybody listening this is not a destination you know and mm. and i know everybody knows this but i want to acknowledge it i want you to know that i know it okay mm-hmm. so that we recognize hey we're on this journey together mm. not i'm talking at you or you know i'm talking with you mm. but it's like i mean think of any of those things that we have asked for where you asked for something or thought it could show up in a certain way and it showed up in a way more miraculous way or something that showed up way faster than you thought it could or that was just just awesomer than you thought it should ever be able to be and you're like oh my god this is awesome you know what i mean but that's when we give when for some reason we're not trying to control that outcome and notice how you know I see your smile. I notice my smile. Like my body lights up energetically. I'm like, fuck yeah. You know, it's like the way you started. (laughs) That, but that, you know, what's true makes you lighter. That's just something that I know. Okay. What's true for us always makes us lighter. A lie always makes us heavier. And that is a sense of lightness. And it's a sense of, oh yeah, the universe is miraculous. Mm. And, and, and that, is something we have access to and we don't try to control when we just request because ask and you shall receive is one of the truths of the universe. But my point of view is they put it in religious books like the Bible so nobody would believe it, you know? It's like ask and you shall receive is is how the whole thing works, but we don't really get that we can truly ask, get out of our own way, get out of the universe's way and have miracles show up. And I'll tell you, man, there's so much space for that. And if we did, 
and and also the world is changing. I don't know what other people have noticed or if they've noticed because <laughs> the same, same shit's been going for a very long time. You tend to think that it's going to be that way forever. But the world has friggin' changed and it's changing more. And 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 there's a there's a space for miraculousness that has never been available before in the way that it is right now. And I, you know. You know that song, you can say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Mm. It's like, and I know I am, and I know a lot of people think I'm crazy, but I'm like, I'm I'm happy in the midst of the pandemic and everything else. It's like, so I, I, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying I know I'm onto something. I know we are onto something. I know we have the capacity to to be onto something if we look from a different place than all this other stuff that we thought had to be reality as we know it let's instead of a reality what if we started creating a magicality or like a miraculality you know like magicality as i know it oh yeah i can't know it because it's magical miraculality as i know oh i can't know it because it's miraculous yeah let's fucking go for that shit jesus christ living this boring fucking life and trying to get it right and seeing people as right and wrong and all that that's not us we're here to be miraculous that's us and people are like well how do i get there i'm like ask that's it whatever he said that sounded like something i would really like to have i'm gonna have that now dear universe show me the way because i have no freaking clue because i've been i have my head up my butt for so long i don't even know where i'm going i need a glass stomach to see where i'm going so help me out you know and by the way my favorite sound is you know that popping sound your head makes when it finally pops out of your butt you know after you, you know like it's my my favorite sound in the world i'm like when i hear that i'm like yes Awesome, let's go. Let's go someplace different. Let's do something different and way more fun. What is it? Does it go like <laughs> exactly? <laughs> this is Dane's favorite sound. Perfect. Brilliantly done. I'll record that's that and send it to you for your ringtone. Thank you. That's exactly. <laughs> Exactly what I was going to request. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh man, thank you so much. And dude, the one, that has been one of the biggest meditations I've had recently. The preface of what you were sharing was this topic of conversation that the the universe has my back. Like the universe is my greatest ally. Even when I asked that question, and boom, thank you so much. I'm just realizing this. I didn't come up with an answer for this. And it gave, this has been the energy work that I've energy work. I'm not really sure. Anyway, Amrit, just say your question. Um, the universe is my greatest ally. And when I would say, and when I say this right now, and I've been coaching people into this as well, is like, I can sort of feel that there's something here that there's part of me that mistrusts. And there's a part here that sort of mistrusts. Now I don't have labels for what those things are. I have no idea what they are, but I've sort of just gone, ah, oh, so there is some part of me that doesn't trust the benevolence of the universe, which I can identify just from a place of questioning, not with any answers, just going, that's kind of neurotic because you're here as part of the universe. Like, why wouldn't you trust that it put you here for like, why wouldn't you trust it? Like it's got you here for the last 30 odd years. You, you're here. Why, why the level of mistrust? And it's like, I can't answer it. What is it that you're not trusting? I don't know, but there's something in my field that I'm not, I'm not trusting. 
Um, and it's not like the whole thing is gray. Most of it is white. Like most of it is, is fantastic, but there's a pocket here and a pocket here. And it's like, Oh, interesting. And I think, yeah, I'm, I'm really feeling into what you're sharing around questions and the potential, like just the energy and being able to feel that all. Um, and then being able to identify, identify things throughout that without necessarily needing to answer, just allowing the energy, like the massive expansion of it to speak to you. Well, that, that, you know, beautifully put with what you were talking about, about most of it is white and light. And there are these pockets here, you know, and for me, I'd go, okay, I just, I just slightly turn my attention to it. I wouldn't even look at it. I'd turn my attention to it and go, okay, what is that? Okay. Got an energy. What do I do with it? Got an energy. Still don't have an answer. Can I change it? Oh, hell yeah, it's already changed because I've already identified it and I'm no longer hiding it. Mm. And if so, how do I change it? Oh, okay. And the ease when you no longer have to hide these things and the ease when you have somebody who's got this clarity like you do, it's like, it's boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. But then you also can't have a point of view about how life shows up after. Because we also have these points of view that once I get rid of this, then I will be this. Which is like, yes, exactly. That's the problem. What got us into this mess in the first place? That's the whole deal. Excited again. (laughs) This journey that that really is like, it's just, it, it has the capacity to be such a beautiful journey. Mm. and and the the even in the you know if you get if you like you said i perceive this over here i perceive this over here and for me i go on the energetic journey with you because you know i facilitate also and um and it's this beautiful thing to and and i wonder if one of the other parts that we could acknowledge in people that may be valuable to them but also acknowledge in in all of us is the gift of being there with someone and like, and I mean, truly energetically just being there with them, you know, the idea of having their back comes Mm -hmm. to mind, but it's, it's so much bigger. You have their back, their front, their sides. You have, you have an acknowledgement of their whole being and, and, and you just kind of like energetically have your hand on their back and you're like, you got this. Mm -hmm. I know you got this. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Cause we can be these things that we because it's one thing to say the universe because we 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 love it because we know it's supposed to be better than just the earth averse and my body verse and my life averse that sucks averse you know like all the stuff i'm averse to but when we have someone that is willing to be that with us with Mm -hmm. us with us because it is one thing to ponder the possibility that there is this beautifully phenomenally benevolent conscious thing out here called the universe but when we have somebody who's willing to be like my brother my sister i see you i got your back i'm here with you i'm here for you it's like we can be this sort of like outlet if you will this this gift from the universe it's actually us being the gift of us that we've always wanted to be that most people won't receive, mm. which is why we don't be it. 
we keep thinking we won't be it because somebody's going to hurt us and whatever. In actuality, we won't be it because it seems like it hurts when you be it so much and, and people reject it. Mm. So instead, if we be it and realize that we can contribute to somebody else who needs that contribution, where it will totally change their world, we become sort of these stewards of the universe and stewards of the earth and these contributors to the beauty that our brothers and sisters can be. And there's nothing like that to get you over your shit and to get you into the awareness of possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for putting that so eloquently. It's um, yeah. For me, it's a reminder and a call to service and, yeah just to yeah there's been some remarkable places recently especially yeah being a coach um where you just get out of your own way and you just there to sort of support someone on their own journey um just the the miracles that flow through in that are yeah beyond profound it's yeah it's a miracle <laughs> well that's that's actually what i was going to ask you about is when you say that it's like the miracle like do you notice the miracles that show up you know we and it's like you know you said when you get out of your own way and that isn't that an interesting thing because that's us so i don't know about you but the way i interpret when you say get out of your own way from my own having gotten in my own way so mm. beautifully so many times <laughs> is um, is rather than me controlling it i'm gonna let whatever this beautiful powers that's available contribute to this person and i'm gonna just open my mouth and talk mm. and i'm not gonna have a point of view and like hey universe go for it you know but isn't it amazing the miracles that show up which is exactly what you said when when we're not doing the mental control bit mm. and it's as though we go oh wow the universe is amazing and my question is how much more amazing is a you plus universe combo that you don't have to limit by by thinking by by trying to manipulate into the smallest common denominator by controlling anymore mm. how miraculous is that combo because you're the one with the body here you're the one with the mouth here you're mm. the one that can say things you're the one that can energetically deliver things that somebody will actually receive because they don't get that this infinite thing called the universe is going to be contributing. But if it comes through your body and it comes through your mouth and it comes through your energy, that they might actually listen to and receive a change from. Mm. That's fucking miraculous. It totally is. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, I just want to explore something with you here. Um which I remember the first time I was going to go speak on stage for, for 6,000 people and I had the blessing and again, the universe and its infinite wisdom had um, having a, a very dear brother um, who's one of my favorite musicians. Um, I'll probably just call him out. Um, hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing the story. Um, his name is Murray Kyle. He's here in Australia. His music I love. Um, and he was staying with us. And we went out to coffee one morning and I'd like, I've watched him perform live so many times and no matter how big the audience is, it's intimate. It's just, it's, it's just super intimate. There's no him up there and them over there. It's just like, it's a circle of friends and everybody's just like, everybody's making the music. Like everyone's singing along and it's just like, 
And, you know, afterwards, obviously, there's a lot of people coming up, like aggrandizing him, saying, hey, mate, like, you know, thank you so much. You're incredible. And I'm, and I remember just watching, you know, this beautiful brother of mine and just, just like just the grace with which he accepted the thanks, didn't deflect it. And just, you know, just really just just the energy with which he he took it all in a stride. And there was at no point did like there was there was just like zero ego, you know, and that's just my humble perspective on it, you know he's probably got his own story on it, but I just, that, that was my reflection on it in the moment. Like there was nothing that sort of went, ha ha. Yeah, I did that. And it was just like, <laughs> and so um, I dropped in with him and I was like, look, I'm about to, you know, like I've done a few speaking engagements before organizations, charities, you know, schools, all good. Um, even construction sites and stuff like that. But this is like a big audience for me. It's like 6,000 people. And I know that there's going to be a lot of love and adoration coming back my way after I've, done the talk because I know it like I've designed it to be impactful I want to ask you how do I navigate this this piece of like ego humility you know it's like this this consistent stance for me that the humble space is like an open space right um the ego space is, is that kind of fixated sort of space and I remember we were having coffee just around the corner from my house and we, he took a moment to sort of just sit with my question and the response that I received, and I fell in love with this, was actually the music comes through the best when it's not me. Like it's not actually me. And it's just pure, it's just expression for what expression is. And so when people are coming and thanking me, yeah, I'm also giving thanks to expression, <laughs> right? Which is in this conversation universe, right? Like I'm just, I'm also right there with them, thanking the universe. And I remember that. And that has been a piece of advice that has carried me through so much, um, which has just been, yeah, really, 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 really supportive. I just felt compelled to sort of share that just on the back of what you were saying. Friggin' beautiful and well and succinctly put. Mm -hmm. that <laughs> um, it's interesting because in many times of facilitating there will be a similar thing and, and people come to thank me and I'm like it was we it, <laughs> you know it's got a similar it's like and for a lot of people that may be that may be a stretch they they don't currently perceive that they're connected with or whatever because so much of what is done in the world we live in is about the me projecting you know for all the reasons all the stuff mm. we all <clears throat> could talk for hours about but that thing is so beautiful and i'm so grateful you shared it it's like it's an expression of the we mm. i just happen to be the mouthpiece the mouthpiece for thee today you know mm. it's like and tomorrow you'll be the mouthpiece for it's just that i say again and i may say this phrase too much but i'm i've taken to saying it quite a bit lately which is that's the world i'd like to live in mm. that's the world i'd like to help create mm. i like that it's got all the warm and fuzzies in there <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's At least most of the warm and fuzzy. That's, <laughs> that's the world I'd like to live in. Um, 
So just while we're honoring, um, cause I did want to have a chat to you about this day while we're honoring some tools that have supported us along the way, you've mentioned this a few times and you mention it so casually because it's such a part of your being that when we last talked about it in the process of researching you, Dane, I came across this, what is true is lighter and what is not is denser. And I remember listening to you and I was like, that, that feels right. Like it just feels right. And I remember at the time before I got you on and um, you may remember, you may not, but I had this important life decision that I had to make. Um, literally, I think it was a couple of weeks before our podcast and it was, do I take opportunity A or do I take opportunity B for, you know, how things were going with the inspired evolution. And it was, I, at the time I was very, very grateful. I was like, I've never really had a hard fork in the road. There's always been like one that's always been better or like one that's Mm -hmm. made more sense or one that's been the better moral judgment. So I've never really had a hard fork and I sort of made it all the way to 30 without really having a hard fork. I was like, yeah, good life. (laughs) Um, But this was like, I finally hit one and the tools again, in its infinite wisdom arrived at the same time, you know, that mouthpiece that we talk about, I was really blessed to be connected to your work at that time and Eckhart Tolle's work and wrapping these two things together was this conversation around, okay, it just all is. And in the quantum time doesn't exist. It's just me, my consciousness needs it to sort of navigate moment to moment so I can make sense of things. Um, And so my future self, my past self are right here, right now. And if I ask for like where I'm going, can I just feel into it? And I remember like just taking it literally, oh my God, it was painfully, idiotically simple. Like I was just like, shit, this tool is so powerful and it's so simple. And I bet you get that all the time. But I literally closed my eyes for five seconds and just fell into option A. And it felt like just like, just like I just, I was, I was being lifted. And then the second option, I was like, oh, like it feels denser. Like it feels like I'm moving into a dark, deep forest was kind of the energy. And I remember just going, oh shit, I wish I hadn't done that because my head was actually telling me the second one. (laughs) And then then I was like, oh, but this seems like a risk and like a weird thing. But it's like, you just asked, like, why would you ask? And then, and I was like, maybe that's what was meant to happen. You know, when you flip and the coin's kind of flipping and then you're like, oh, really? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, it's tails. I wanted tails. And it's like, oh, fuck, it's heads. (laughs) 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 And so that's kind of what happened in that moment. And then, the 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 grace that I had at the time was just like, you know what? What's the worst that'll happen? Like, it's a choice. Like, it's legitimately yep. a choice. And I'm just going to, you know, we're on the inspired evolution. You, you, you're learning these things all the time. Like, this is going to be one of those big life tools that you put into practice and see where it takes you. So happy to say <laughs> that, yes, I did um, take option A based on the work that you shared with me. And just taking a moment to acknowledge, like you said, there is so much work in the personal development space about theorizing, philosophizing, sharing these ideas, but where the rubber hits the road, we need tools. We really need tools. I just want to honor you and thank you for that brother, because the tools you share are simple and simple is powerful. That's like one of my mantras. If someone's someone's overcomplicating things these days, I'm like, what are you selling me? <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and so I just want to take that moment because legitimately it's been uh for it's been about 14, 15 months now. And that decision has been one of the best decisions I've ever made. Awesome. 
and I just awesome. Yeah, I just want to thank you. I just really legitimately oh. just want to thank you for for the tools thank and you. the insight and you're for that. So welcome. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how wonderful that is to hear. That's why I do what I do. You know, but exactly like you said, it's like, oh, it's too fucking simple. Wait a minute, can't work. I was too simple. But you're like, dude, really? This one feels like, as you said, being lifted up to the clouds. The other one feels like being stumped on by dirty elephants. Uh, you know, it's like, <clears throat> but if you're willing to have the awareness, dear Lord, I mean, that's the gift. You know, and also, but, and like you said, it's like my mind was saying this Mm. because our mind has this checklist of everything that's right and everything that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And the, here's, here's the weird part is, excuse me, anything that's miraculous or out of the box, anything that your mind can't define, it says no to. Uh. So all the miraculousness, all the magical stuff, all the stuff that you actually are as a being and that you could create we reject if we go with the checklist that's not to say Mm. that that's not to say that if you ask a question the thing you got to with the checklist you'll say no to but it's to actually be the question where you said you know exactly this what will this be like if i do this five seconds get the sense lighter heavier what will it be like if i do this five seconds get the sense lighter heavier and it's really apparent with most things that we might choose. And so one of the other questions I give people to sort of make that a little more, I don't know, specific in their world is, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? Mm-hmm. Lighter or heavier? If I choose this other thing, what will my life be like in five years, lighter or heavier? Or if like you have a choice between choosing something and not choosing it, if I do and if I don't, you you do each one individually, what will I be like in five years, Mm -hmm. which is that space that you were aware of. And I got to say, I'm so grateful. You have no idea how many hundreds of thousands of people. And I mean, literally, we're probably up getting into the millions category at this point. Mm. Okay, How many hundreds of thousands of people have shared this with who were like, yeah, but it just it just kind of sounds too simple. Like <laughs> like it should be more complicated. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, to have you take it, use it, and also see the or perceive the space that's available. That's the gift for me. That's why I do this. I want mm-hmm. people to have access to these tools. Navigate and world. If I can, Dane, like at the time, even the first six months, I was I legitimately felt like I'd made the wrong decision. It wasn't uh-huh. until COVID, COVID hit that it was like, oh, this is like, like this is the best decision anybody could have ever made to have navigated this time. Like everybody's stuff is like just people are losing jobs, left, right, and center. Like all this stuff is happening. And it's like this decision you've made my coaching business went from five clients to 25 at this time, like just everything. Like it just, you know, and it just, it, it, it went gangbusters. Um, but because of unforeseen circumstances that my mind could never have ever felt yeah. into, like, I don't know if COVID was always going to happen. I don't know any about that. That's question. Just stay with the question. But when I felt into it energetically, that was the message I got and I went with it. And until something like extraneous as this happened, it was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I made that decision. 
and I followed that lightness, not the heart, the heaviness, because looking, I can now look back and go, if I made that B decision, the second decision, I would have, I, I, I would have been really screwed, actually, is probably the best way to put it. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it's been a remarkable time. And yeah, these tools have really helped navigate it. Awesome. I am so glad. And we have a ton more tools. I mean, mm-hmm. we do that all the, you know, that's part of a big, I don't know if it, it yeah, I would say it's a big part of what we give people in classes and, you know, whatever workshops, whatever, but it's like, I'm so glad you put the backstory to that or the follow-up story to that. Mm. Cause that is one thing that most people, they have no sense of how to create a different future, even though mm-hmm. they want their future to be different. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to use the same tools that got them to where they are, even though they don't really like where they are to try to get someplace different. Mm-hmm. And this one really simple thing can change the whole landscape of that because if they they really get the sense of this choice this choice is lighter whichever choice it is and they head in that direction what happens is they start having more lightness in their life because when you're heading toward a future that is similar to oh i don't know the future that the titanic was headed toward you know what i mean it's like it starts compressing and you can feel it energetically and this is the thing is we're far more energetic beings than we've ever acknowledged. Hmm. And so you can perceive, it's not actually feel it, it's actually perceive it. You can perceive that contraction long before it actualizes as your living, breathing, day-to-day reality. Hmm. And if people would just, if they could just get that little thing and then use whatever other tools are available out there, but but also if you create a future that's going to go like this and is really expansive, well, you start perceiving that before it becomes your day-to-day living reality too. And your life starts getting lighter and you don't even know why. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you, it seems all of a sudden, six months later, eight months later, you've got this totally different life and you're totally prepared for this thing that we're going through in the world. And you're like, Holy shit. Mm. And you look back and you go, wow, had I zigged instead of zagged, I would not have gotten there. Mm. You know, and then a lot of people hearing this go, well, I want to make all the right choices, not the wrong ones. Which is not the place to go to. <laughs> the place to go to is, okay, starting right now in this moment, I'm going to lower all my walls and barriers. I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at, <clears throat> can I do just a thing really fast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to just, try to, for people who heard that and actually heard it and are like, okay, I need some help. Okay. Mm. So a couple things. Here's what you want to do. You want to be here right now, wherever you are sitting, listening, watching, just give it like, I don't know, three minutes, lower your walls and barriers, lower all of them. Now, all the points of view that you bought from other people about what's possible and what's not possible, will you destroy and uncreate that meaning let it go? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So that's the whole clearing statement thing that I talked about. Um, all of the impossibilities that you've allowed to become your reality that actually have nothing to do with you, do not belong to you, and that you have the capacity to create beyond if you would stop trying to create their stuff as yours and their limitations as yours and their points of view as yours, you destroy and uncreate all that, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What magic 
miraculousness and mysteriousness are you that you've been pretending not to be because you've been trying to be normal, average, real, and the same as everyone else, dumb, dumb. Everything that is and all the energy you've used to create that and hold on to that and pretend that and buy it as real and true, even though it is not true for you, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Okay, so now I'm going to say again, lower the walls and barriers. I'm going to ask you to ask for the magic and miraculousness of the universe and you and your body to be able to be actualized and come together in something you will eventually recognize so that you allow yourself to actually have the contribution that is available and be contributed to by this truly benevolent, crazy, intense universe that we live in, rather than believing that you have to live according to the rules that have been instituted on planet Earth alone. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, here's what I'd like you to do is I'm going to ask you to write down the top 10 things that you need to handle that you have not yet handled. You know, whether it's that friggin', you know, drawer next to your bed or the closet or the whatever or the phone call or the, the will or the email or the whatever. Top 10 things you need to handle that are holding you back and not letting you move forward. Make a choice that you are going to handle those things in the next 10 days to two weeks, whatever they are. Okay, top 10 things you need to handle that you have been putting off that are holding you back from going forward into the future. <sighs> okay, <clears throat> now what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to get the sense of the way your life living in future could be in five years, eh, let's say two to five years, if you actually choose to be everything you know you are, but not push it and not like, oh my God, I got to like work on me every day. That's not being you, that's working on you. And there are times to work on you, but most of the time it's time to actually be you. If you can actually have the awareness of everything you know you're actually capable of, what could you create and actualize in the next two to five years that is way beyond whatever you thought possible, what you ever thought possible before? Everything that doesn't allow you to perceive that to know that, to receive that, and actually to be whatever you would have to be in order to create and actualize that in the world. Will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Oh, baby, that's freaking awesome. Okay, so now, having done all of that, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to get a sense of the life, the living in the world that could be possible for you in the next two to five years, whatever it is, and it can be two years, five years, or just you look out there and you're like, whoa, there's something different out there and it'll be an energy of something. Now, what is it possible that you can be and do and have and contribute to creating and generate for our world in the next two to five years? And for a lot of you listening, those may be similar. So Allow them to connect, allow them to connect with each other and contribute to each other. And everything that doesn't allow that to occur and doesn't allow you to know what to do and what to choose and what to follow and what to create in order to actualize that 
Will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Whew. Okay. And now one last thing. What I'd like you to do is I'd like you to get the energy, the sense of the way it would be to have that world. And you may have just gotten it for a moment and then it felt like it disappeared. You didn't do it wrong. You didn't miss it. It's just once you get it, it just is. But I'd like you to get a sense of that world, your life, your living, your reality that you desire to create and the world, the world's life living in reality that you perceived was possible. I'd like you to get a sense of that and I'd like you to have that, pull that energy in front of you. And I'd like you to pull energy into it from all over the universe, all over the, it's a big universe. Don't stop there. Bigger, 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 bigger. Think infinite, almost bigger, bigger. There we go. Okay. Pull energy into it from all over the universe. Now let little trickles go out to everyone and everything is going to help make it a reality for you that you don't even know yet. And everything that doesn't allow that to show up with ease, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Whew. Okay. Jade. Yeah, magic. I love it. <laughs> thanks one to no one my brother <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that thank you thank you thank you mm. i um had a moment in there where yeah that i can't really put words to, to any of that really and I, I almost don't want to good so, yeah thanks I, I can i tell you a little secret mm. I did it for you. If any of your listeners get something out of it, that's awesome. All <laughs> Thank you for your blessings, brother. One of the profound things I have to share that happened for me was my values are connection, contribution, and celebration. And the way you described contribution throughout the process of clearing and calling in um, was touch wood huge because it was allowing myself to be contributed to which service has always been a, a been a, an ethos for me but it's always been like from here out but it was like uh-huh and back to that conversation that we had about the musician it was like like if your contributions you value also receiving contribution um that unlocked something huge for me dane thank you so much thank you awesome so welcome my man so at this juncture, I really don't know where else to take this conversation. I know we get a million rabbit holes, but right now I'm, I'm in, I'm ready to integrate some of this. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to thank you, brother. Thank you so much for being here today and just the abundance with which you share yourself, creation with us. It is always such a treat. Um, yeah, and I don't say that lightly. It is always such a pleasure to, to just share time, space, and energy with you. And uh, yeah, for those tuning in, there is a there is a like the Danes have been here before, as as you've as I've alluded to a couple of times in this conversation. Feel free to check that conversation out. It's on YouTube. It's 
people are loving it. And yeah, we, you know, it was just an, an absolute blessing to have you on here again. As always, thank you for your time, your energy, your essence, your presence being here with us, Dane. Not just today, also all the work that goes into informing the conversation that we're having here today. So thank you so much for that. And as always, just man, wishing you all the best for the future. Amrit, my beautiful friend, thank you. I am truly honored and grateful. And what the fuck else is possible now? Thanks for listening in to another amazing episode of the Inspired Evolution. If you're loving these episodes, make your way across to YouTube, click subscribe. Fresh episodes are launched every Monday with highlights being released throughout the week. Thank you so much. And hey guys, just so you know, a lot of love, heart, soul and work goes into these episodes. So if you could, please leave us a five-star review and comment on iTunes. I love reading your positive feedback. It fans the flames of the passion to continue to create and help you live the life that you love. Thank you so much for your wonderful feedback. I can't wait to see you again in the next episode. Big love from Amrit. And remember to stay inspired to evolve. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 